this is the Perry Gazan Podcast. Today I'll be sharing my interview with Saskia Ardenberg and Dorothee Van Att of Mosaic Cava Beer in the 8th arrondissement. The Cava opened its doors in January and has since been delighting the Miromenil neighborhood with its friendly service, locally sourced, freshly prepared lunches, and of course their great selection of craft beer from around the world. It was a real pleasure to meet up with Saskia again, who I had last seen while we tended the bar of the Brasserie de la Goutte d'Or together during the Fête des Vendanges in Montmartre. And it was an honor to talk with Dorothée, whose role in the creation and expansion of the craft beer scene in Paris has been absolutely vital. Dorothée was part of the creation of the Bière Cult bottle shop franchise in Paris and is also an active member of Bière et Papy, the association that organizes Paris Beer Week every year. In addition to being the owner and lady boss of Mosaic, Dorothée also brews her own beer as a nomadic brewer under the name Allegoria. Both these ladies are great resources when it comes to craft beer, so let's hear what they have to say on the subject. Here's my interview with Dorothée and Saskia. So I'm with Dorothée and Saskia of Mosaic Cab in the 8th arrondissement of Paris. That's going to be celebrating its three-month birthday pretty soon. So why don't I start with Saskia. How um, did you get involved in this project? So everything was went very fast. Um, I already knew Dorothée that uh, proposed me a job because uh, I like beer and I think she wanted to work with women. Um, and since we're open, everything is going very well. I really enjoyed the, the work we were doing here. So. It's an amazing selection of beers. I think um, super international. A lot of local beers. I noticed like uh, Brasseur de Grand Paris, um, Dour, and other sort of Ile-de-France area brewers. But also, Dorothy, you were saying you have an agreement with an importer, an American importer. That means you have a lot of interesting American beers here as well. Yes, uh, this is uh, our uh, particular team. Uh, we have a special partnership with BLB, Brothers of Imbir. So we have a, um, a lot. Uh, 30% of American beer. Uh, a very well selection and fresh beer because uh, they are around three months um, between the, the departure in US and uh, when they are in our uh, shop. Oh wow, that's yeah. interesting. I hadn't thought yeah. about that. That actually, um, how important how important it is to have the beer that's fresh, but how how when you're shopping for international beers you're maybe not always getting that freshness. Yeah. That's, that's super important. Yeah, yeah. For, for us, it's very important to have fresh beer. We try to have beer uh, not um, more than three months in our shop. Uh, so we, we want to have fresh beer, local, international, uh, and very uh, uh, good choice mm -hmm. and a lot of um, news um, and... Uh, uh, special beer with uh, different tastes. And I imagine also it's adapting to the tastes of, of your clientele, right? It takes yes. a little while to see who, what's, what is getting bought and what people are less interested in. And this is actually a neighborhood I was telling Dorothy. I've never been here and I lived in Paris for 10 years and it's, a, it's an interesting neighborhood. It's kind of businesses, I think, and so not necessarily like a clientele that you might find in the 11th arrondissement, which is very kind of foodie and trendy. Mm -hmm. So I wonder like what, I mean, but it's, it's really cool to reach a new audience and what are the, like, what are your customers interested in discovering when they come here? Like the local customers? I think. Well, actually, uh, there are some very trendy beers. A lot of people come and say, I like IPAs, I like double IPAs. And uh, that's also 
why it's very important to have fresh beers because hops fade very quickly. So if we want to have good beer and good quality, it must be fresh. Um, so everyone is very interested in IPAs. And it's funny because people don't really know what beer, but are interested in it. So I think we're not starting from nowhere. Mm. People yeah, are yeah. still interested in Definitely. it. Definitely. I think people like, know that they should be interested in beer, that there's something to discover there. Yes. They just don't and it's trendy. It's super <laughs> trendy, yeah. But it's nice because I think, you know, I was saying, yeah, this is kind of like giving a little bit of a young kind of spirit, a new address in an, in an area that's maybe kind of like... Bistro a little bit. Yes, that's cool. And that people have almost empty. There's no bar in this area. Yeah. Not a lot of restaurants. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Um, and you also do like a lunch service as well. Is that yeah? Yes. And um, and can you tell me a little bit about Bloom, the people who are doing the food preparation for you? Um, I think there are two girls, and they used to. This used to be one of their restaurants, so they have a main kitchen, and they prepare the food there, and then they deliver to. Um, I think it was three places, and now we bought this, and we uh, we kept the food because they already had a clientele for that, and we wanted to to have it, and also we like it because it's uh, local, fresh, and organic food, so we goes in the same um, the same spirit of what we're doing with beers um, that we want to have like a good product mm -hmm. to propose to people. Another thing I wanted to talk about with you is so you guys are a women-run business and we were talking about women in beer earlier um, and I'd love if Dorothy if you could tell us a little bit about your experience working with the Pink Boots Association. Yeah. I think you brewed with them on um, March 8th right for the yeah, International yeah, Women's yeah. Day. Mm -hmm. So could you say a little bit about so, that association yeah. and what their goals are? Yes, we want to begin a chapter in France of Big Boots Society. It's an American non-profit association. Uh, they try, um, it try to help women in beer to have a formation, uh, help um, do find a job, um, or to only to to discuss about some about problems or difference between men and women and it's very interesting and it's a, a very international uh, association because they are in in America normal uh, but in England I, I know today um, they are in Japan in Japan yeah in Spain and now in France. And you were saying you were really impressed by how many women in the beer industry, in the craft beer industry there are in France. Like maybe it was a little bit surprising to see how many yeah. women... Yeah, because uh, I, I meet uh, 10 different brewers. Um, I don't know uh, uh, before, mm -hmm. so it's uh, very new for me mm -hmm. and um, it's very interesting because I, I, we don't know in France how many we are. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not yeah it's no it's difficult mm -hmm. to to know uh, mm -hmm. how many women work in the beer industry. So, uh, Pink Boot Society, uh, it's um, right, it's in façon de, mm -hmm. de, de, de to, yeah, 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 to yeah. the women who are to, yeah. in the industry. Do you have beers made by women in the shop right now? Yes. There, could you name a few of them so people could? Allegoria. <laughs> <laughs> it's my beer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I brew, yeah, yeah, like a gypsy, like a gypsy girl. Okay, tell and us I about that. Yeah, I made 
made some beer. Um, I have a, a Zaka, which is brewed in Brasserie de la Pleine Lune in the south of France. And Calmos, it's a, a coffee stout with strawberry, which is brewed with cumin, a brewery in the, in the east of France. So I brew sometimes, but uh, and uh, we have uh, dry and bitter. It's um, uh, um, the manager, uh, which is uh, which is a woman, uh, uh, don't brew, but they they are manager. She's the boss. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's the boss. Yes, <laughs> and we also have Tibor. She's oh, a French okay. woman. Oh, okay, yeah. why is she? And she's uh, near near Troyes. Ah, okay, near Troyes. So she's close from Popin. Yes, it's mm-hmm. close from Popin, and uh, they begin uh, two years ago, and uh, she begins alone. Oh, really? Yeah. She's starting on her own? Yeah. Okay. She built uh, uh, the brewery, the, um, the building mm-hmm. of the brewery, and uh, they made the, the first uh, beer alone, and now uh, they, they are two. Okay, well, I'll put um, in the notes for the show, I'll put links to all of these lady breweries. Um, and another thing I'd be interested in Saskia, you were talking about people often come and they ask for like an IPA or a double IPA, which are great beers. But are there some other new styles that are developing or things that you think would be a, something that people could maybe be courageous and try something else when they go to their local beer shop well, or bar? Actually, I think there's a, kind of a way to start uh, your. Um, a journey in beer, in craft beer. So a lot of people are used to bitterness, so they start with IPAs, and then they start being interested in porter and and in stouts because I think that the the coffee taste is some, something also people are used to. And I think that the the last one would be the the sour beers because it's something we're not so used to, and at first it can be weird uh, to try it. And a lot of friends say, "Oh, that." That doesn't uh, taste like a beer, and, and it's almost more like a wine. I think a lot of winemakers yes, like, really like natural wines. Yeah, and, that uh, and and of course, I think that that people will end by uh, trying lambic, uh, the Belgian beers, uh, which I really love. But I know it's not so easy to to make him, to make people like it. You have to go slowly. Yeah, it's required yeah. to be built up too. Yeah, they are very special beer. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of um, uh, I don't know what style specially, but uh, ben- a lot of pale ales or yeah. Berliner Weiss. Yeah, Berliner Weiss with a different fruit, mm-hmm. uh, milk IPA, some special with yeah. the blueberries or. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 you just have a it's- raspberry. Porter as well? That yes, it was a ra- raspberry yeah. porter. That's yeah. 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 Cool. yeah. Um, well, there's so much to discover here, and there's also going to be a really great occasion to discover local beer and the world of beer coming up in June for Paris mm-hmm. Beer Week. So I know this is, I mean, it's probably still in organizational stages now, but I know that you're involved in Very Papi, the association that is behind organizi- organizing Paris Beer Week. Can you give us, like, a little insight into some of the events and what yeah. to expect from this year is about? Um, I think uh, this year there are 200 uh, different events uh, from 8 to uh, 16 okay. June. Okay. And there are 200 events in Paris and around Paris. And uh, there are different events like uh, Tap Takeover, some uh, beer pairing with food or uh, with cheese. 
I know la petite mousse want to do um, beer with uh, ice cream. Like a beer float, like with ice yeah, cream. Beer yeah, beer float. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. It's uh, that. Um, uh, brewery, um, some brewery uh, brew uh, special beer for the for the event, and we have le grand final. 16 and 16. Oh, so it's going to be two oh, days? Yeah, two days, okay. yeah. Okay. Usually there's one day for the whole public and another day that's more for the people of the craft beer business. Yeah. Okay, I see. Okay, that's a good idea to set it up. And how many brewers will be there doing tastings at their behalf? Um, I think uh, this year it's uh, uh, 65. Uh, okay. About 80. And they come from all over. I have really great memories of, of um, tasting beer from the Colonel, the London Brewery, and brew- and from Belgian breweries and from all over the, the world yeah, and Europe mostly, I think. But um, who are some people that you would suggest that um, people go try their beers and take advantage of them being in town this year? Are there any foreign breweries? I have one in mind, uh, and it's also because I'm half Dutch, the Morslotel. Uh, it's a Dutch brewery, they're very young and it's very nice, they're very specialized in, um, in stout and imperial stout, and they will be here, and it's pretty rare to have some beers of them in Paris. I know that the Binus had um, a keg, and we had a keg, and we have some beers because I went there to have them. And what are some of the breweries that are going to be involved in the Paris Beer Week events that have beers here so if people want to start trying the beers already and learn about the breweries what are some that we can buy here today? Yeah, uh, um, O'Clock Brewery uh, is an official partner Are they in the Ile de France um, region? They're in yes, the Paris they're area? near Versailles Okay, so just near yeah, Grand Paris um, um, That's a letter Yes, mm-hmm. Brasserie de Lettres. Um, I think they are, um, Popin is at the grand final, so I think they do an event in, uh, in the week. A uh, lot of brewery. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll have also Dieu du Ciel. Yes, mm-hmm. Dieu, uh, well, yeah, maybe we, we do uh, an event with Dieu du Ciel. Okay, great. This is a friend of, of, of me and uh, all the... All <laughs> Um, also, yeah, <laughs> I use the same events because it's uh, like a, tra- a tradition. Yeah, tradition. that's nice. <laughs> you encounter it. So, in, so you'll be holding some events in the Cav during yeah. Paris Beer Week. Yeah. Do you have some ideas of what or yeah? No, no. Um, I hope to do something different because there are a lot of tap takeover and we are small bottle shop, so uh, we need to to do another ideas. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I, I don't know now, but maybe why not something in, uh, with the Pingwood Society? Yeah, yeah, that we need to present uh, the Pingwood Society and um, uh, maybe uh, cheese pairing or maybe a special uh, special beer. I don't know. Yeah, cool. Well, so people can find out by following you, I imagine, on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, yeah, and yes. so that's a good way to to get an idea about. I didn't, I didn't know about that, but it reached a lot of people, so it's very nice. <laughs> Sometimes we post on Instagram something and in the two hours people will come and buy the new beers we just enter so it, yeah. it works yeah. very well. Yeah. Well I think it's so cool. <laughs> I was just looking at what you have on tap, like you've got some great beers on top right now and I imagine you're changing those out a lot so it's yes. a good way to and kind of keep Of course them. we only have um, four um, 
uh, tabs. Okay. So we really want all the time to have something that we like and not just putting like regular beers. So we, we really appreciate uh, to change a lot of the kegs and we also have very different styles. We also we always have like one IPA, one sour beer, mm-hmm. one porter or uh, stout. So. Now I understand Cantillon on tap. Yes. That's amazing. I've never seen that before. <laughs> That's very cool. It's because she knows everyone. <laughs> you do because I feel like you've lived three different lives in one life you've done so much um, for the world of beer and uh, and I read a little bit about you in the new edition of the book and so I encourage people to to find out more about you and your and your career and also benefit from all of the things that you've done to make the craft beer scene move forward in Paris by coming here and visiting you um, I'll put up all the information on the website yeah. and thank you so much for taking time to talk to me today thank you thank you thank you Evelyn. Thanks so much to Dorothea and Saskia for taking the time to talk with me. Find out more about Mosaic Cavabier and the breweries they carry by checking out the show notes for this episode. I've also included links to the Pink Boots Society and this year's Paris Beer Week website for more information on that event, which will take place on June 8th to 16th. I'm excited to announce that the new fully updated edition of my book is now available for pre-order on Amazon. Part of the new content in the book is a section on women in the Paris food and beverage scene, including Dorothée and many other badass ladies. The publication date is June 25th, and I'll keep you updated as that date gets closer about events and highlights related to the new version of my Paris Market cookbook. In the meantime, I'd be thrilled if you pre-ordered your copy now. If you're low on cash, I hope you'll consider supporting Paris Paysan by leaving a review of the podcast on iTunes or simply spreading the word. Thanks again to Dorothée and Saskia for taking the time to chat with me. And thanks to World Radio Paris for production assistance and for hosting the podcast. Check out worldradioparis.fr for more great Francophile radio shows. Thanks as always to Ben Nao, who wrote and performed our theme music, and who also helped me make a pretty great Caesar salad this weekend. Most of all, thank you for listening, and tune in next time for more of the Peri Paysan podcast. Peri Paysan.